Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Deal. Sam, one of your hosts, Karosh, joined always by my co-host, Dane Vargas. Hot dogs. And Dane Jang. Hi, Barbie. And if you're not familiar with us, we come to each and every week to podcasting services of your choice with folding chairs of our choice to talk about nerdy stuff, comics, games, movies, everything in between. We stay out of fights so you can watch them. Uh, and uh, get a good kick out of it with uh, some fun summer slamming happening. But yeah, we talk about nerdy stuff, comics, games, movies, everything in between. We're on podcasting services, like I said. This is episode 321 of the podcast. Um, and we'll be talking about one particular topic, but it's kind of like an amalgamation of a few different events. Um, a lot of streamers stirring up trouble, and this time it's not us. We're talking about two particular instances, one recent news involving uh, XQC and things revolving around him, and the other one revolving around this Mortal Kombat character streamer, uh, Kai Sanat, who did some... Jang and Vargas know much better than I do, but so we'll be learning and discussing that. But uh, for those of you that like to follow along or join in the chat along with us, we're not just on podcasting services, we're on streaming and video services. So we're on youtube.com slash at the weekly DLC. And we're on twitch.tv slash the weekly DLC where you can jump in now live with us. You can follow our, tw- our Twitch channel and uh, join in the conversation. Share your two cents. Uh, call in at, at our operators and we'll, we'll get your chat in the comments like many of our pre- prior chats have with uh, Bone Dark, with Game Overcast, with something uh, something.com. Uh, trying to seek out ads. They're a frequent viewer of ours. Very, very vocal. But, um, yeah, that's a bit about us. And um, I will say, before we get into our topic, we always go around the table. We talk about what we've been up to. And uh, let's take it away. Vargas, what have you been up to? been enjoying my time with Baldur's Gate 3. You got a bunch of points for that. Yeah, I did. Man, <laughs> almost outdid Zelda. Almost two, two points away. Almost, but it's, but it's coming. It's I'm 16 away from you now. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Anyone's game except mine. We'll see. All I have to do is just not get negative points. <laughs> but if I keep knocking them out the park, or at least get points. Fuck. No, I just I gotta get, get double equal, digits. Then I gotta get double digits. You have you have already you more of your games are out already. I know. Ooh. I know. We'll see, but I mean, I, f- I feel like some of your games are not going to do well. Which ones? But that doesn't mean I, I, in negative points. It's not neg- I don't think it so could I, just be low points. I think the ones, the one, I f- one, of, one of the ones I feel most confident about is Mortal Kombat. Yes, I think we'll. Get, I'll get in the eighties. I feel confident it'll be in the eighties, which I'll like. That's double digits. I think another one of them. I feel pretty. A little bit of me is like it could. It, okay, no, I think it'll be really good. I think Starfield is going to do well for me. Oh, yeah. I feel like... I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I want Starfield to be good for personal reasons. Like, I right. want to enjoy it. I don't want it to do I think my my <laughs> lowest scores are going to be one of these three, or maybe all three of these. I think Sea of Stars will be... No, I think that one's going to do really well. High 70s, low 80s, which will get... I think it'll get me points. I just think it won't get me... I think me. solid 87. I think Lies of P... Yeah, it's I think anyone's game. That's, that's gonna be negative points. No, it's dude. not negative. I, I think it'll negative, be seventies. Negative points. Forza Motorsport. That one's gonna be high. That's gonna be eighty. I'm putting 90s. my trust just in it's Forza. Yeah. But I don't know the that's his eighty five plus, dude. So then I'm, I'm you son of a bitch. <laughs> I got you. And I got another one that I'm bidding on. I've already lost. No. Wait, what did I bid on? 
Did you put you put a couple of bids in? Two two games, but I want to keep them a secret until yeah, that's Saturday. That's fine. Because fine. you know well, you're gonna get them because you got money. <laughs> I'm gonna keep them at the the level I left them at. And I usually yeah, but don't we, bid very I much. Have no money. We have no money. I, I don't know how much you guys don't have. I usually don't put very much money. That's I'm more than what yeah, it's <laughs> more than zero dollars. Uh, let's see. My current bids. Oh, that one. Okay. <laughs> I think that one, if I can get that one, I think I got points, but I think you might have bid on this. <laughs> Polar Knight says, I love this, and the men's cam, it, it is the perfect evolution of beard growth. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Polar Knights. Appreciate it. Thanks for, for hopping in chat. Um, so you've been playing Baldur's Gate. Let's yeah. go back to the game and not the points. Uh, have you beat it yet? No, not even close. Like, I barely got through, I guess, Act 1, they call it. <clears throat> Which, you can you can always go back to the previous act anyways. Oh, really? I, originally, I thought you couldn't because when you go to a new, like... The new act, it tells you, like, hey, you're moving to a new act. Do you yeah. want to move forward? Make sure you've handled all your stuff. But then I can just immediately go back into this act. Okay. <clears throat> so. What did you make? I have a question. So there's preset characters you could run with, mm-hmm, or you can mm-hmm. have custom. I made a custom one. W- one custom. One custom. Okay. A monk. Oh, you went with a monk club? Yeah, oh, monk I'm class. curious how that was. I didn't do that one. I, I really enjoy it. But yeah. um, they're. Proficiency is usually like a quarter staff or staff type weapons, so that's I'm always able to stick with. So most of them are like kind of mage class items that I'm finding. Okay, but some of them are, now I've I found ones that like have do a lot better stuff. So okay. like some add poison and stuff, so it's really cool. I went with uh, <clears throat> I'm I started a game with my brother and cousin, and my my brother is a very non feminine. <laughs> Uh, orc rogue with uh, Chun Li hair and red lipstick, and he's like Michelle. <laughs> non feminine. <laughs> I'll show you guys. And then my cousin was like, he wanted to do a tiefling that looks like. So this is my brother's. Oh, wow. Chun Li. I am going to go. My next ca- character build is going to be a tiefling for sure. Okay. I think a rogue tiefling. So my cousin did a not tiefling a warlock. Asamir? They don't have Asim here, unfortunately. But you can make it. But this tiefling, he was going for someone that looked like he was in Seattle, oh. in Capitol Hill. <laughs> and then this is my paladin tiefling. Oh. So you went with pa- So I went tiefling. paladin. Because paladin. I'm like, my wild paladin's fun, so maybe it'll be fun here. So I, I know that you have, as a paladin, you have, um, what is it called? A, Type C. Like a contract? Oh, devotion. Uh, yeah, devo- is it devotion? So when I picked my class, there was a subclass, and it's like devotion to different types of paladin schools. And you can break those devotions. Well, it, all it told me is that the devotion gives me a certain type of ability. So I can be a healing paladin and a, an aggressive defensive paladin. So any attackers get buffed or a middle paladin, which does something else. But they're all protective. My, my monk, I don't remember the three that there were, but I chose the one that like... They essentially, it's an avatar. They master the four elements. Oh, cool. and I've added water and fire to my attacks. Okay, cool. So yeah, I'm you're enjoying excited. it though. Uh, uh, yeah, feeling? I mean, I I always end up going into like the um the like the range type character, like focusing on the range type character. So I have um. The well, I guess you won't see them, but my one of my characters that because you when you're single play, you play with like the NPC characters. 
um, is a rogue vampire. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. And I just I just blast everybody with my arrows, and it's like, you know, one hit crits, and he does so much damage. And you're playing on tactician mode? <clears throat> no. The hardest difficulty? No, I'm no. playing it on the easiest oh, okay. story mode. I wanted to enjoy the story. I didn't want to, okay. like... There's a lot of story. I would be safe swimming like crazy if I fucking... <laughs> okay. There's a lot of dice rolls. Yeah. A lot. Did you? So you you finished just the? There's an intro where you're on a, a, yep, a yep. ship, and you just finished that. That's it. We we landed okay. the ship. Okay. And we landed on Fort Joy. Because there's there's an encampment you find, and there's things that you find in that encampment. Okay. I'm excited. Anything oh else? oh, that's what I wanted to tell you. So um, if so, are you guys you guys are not safe coming? Like if you ro- lose a role, you lose a role. The roles were not saves coming. If we're at a battle, we'll be like, oh, yeah, we like need to read Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, if you, so there's uh, moments where like you would roll to see if you find something in the area, essentially. Yeah. Um, you're able, if you know, because sometimes you'll find a map that tells you like, oh, there's treasure in this area. And when you go to the area, you're, all of your people happen to lose the role, so you can't find right. exactly where it is. It'll... Um, you can still use your. Uh, you can manually use a shovel. Okay. By the way. Okay. So even Good though you don't know where it's at, you can use it, and you know it'll you find. You might find it. Okay. Yeah. Jang, do you, is this a game you think you'll get into or no? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Wait, what system are you guys? PC. Okay. But it's gonna it's, be. Oh, yeah, it's it's going out. to be on PC. PS Five. And Xbox is having trouble with it right now because it's good on the one, but not on the S. And because it's a co-op game, they're like. We, they need to work on it. You you still don't have a PS5? No. No reason. I mean, Bowler's Gate 3. PS, PC. Sex with vampires is pretty sexy. On with bears. <laughs> yeah. Selling points. I'm tr- oh, I'm trying to woo uh, Shadowheart, which is one of the other NPCs. Oh, the brunette? I think she was in the ship. Well, because you you find everyone in well all no, the main I only like found those, two of them on the ship. Yeah, there's the uh, there's Lazelle or whatever yeah. the hell her name is, which she's like um like an orcish look. Yeah, and then the other one. Yeah, and I'm trying to with the other one, but yeah. then I found um, a I think she's a tiefling. She's a red character with horns. Oh, Carlat, she's a yeah. tiefling, and she's I, I mean I was like wow, I want to woo her too. Oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> safe skill. More at make a character. <laughs> My brother might. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Uh, I mean, I've I've read some manga, watched an anime. Watched any movies? I watched Barbie, but I think we talked about that last time. Nope. No? no? We didn't talk about he it. saw Oppenheimer. He talked about watching Oppenheimer last time. And I hadn't seen Barbie yet at yeah. that time, but I saw it as we well. just came But I would have watched Barbie. You hadn't. No, we came back from Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah, we hadn't done it yet. Don't worry. Watch the gaslighting me. No. Yeah, <laughs> the patriarchy. Was gaslighting you. Uh, okay. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I mean, I teared up a little bit because there's moments where, like, with the music and stuff, yeah. like the whole like story that they're depicting, it's like very emotional. Very. Yeah. So yeah, I liked it. Nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked the range of characters they had. That was good humor. It was just like all the different, like the the Michael Sarah character. You were Knuff. Knuff. <laughs> yeah, the, that's what I heard. It's like they had like it, and it was already like insta sold out or something. Damn. But yeah, it was a good show. Good movie. 
Jang, what were you? I saw Barbie too. You already saw Barbie too? Yeah. It was good. Um, went into it with no expectations, but I knew who the writers were and the director. First time seeing a Greta Gerwig film. Man, I was like, it's good. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Also watched Talk To Me, horror film, A24. Oh. Made by YouTubers. And first time I ever teared up in a horror film. Damn. But then. You were that scared. It like. There's that moment, and then there's this moment in that film where, where people call it the zero to 100. They did a zero to 100, and the last time I ever... I don't get disgusted by things in film, because I know it's fake. Uh-huh. But I was kind of like, oh. And this is the scene where, like, the other... that No Escape podcast, the guy's like, they had a friend, he, he left the movie theater. Like, the only time I remember a scene where that kind of disgusted me was... um. In Hostel, when he meets a Japanese girl and her eyeballs like hanging out, and he's like, "No, let me let me just cut it." That's the scene where people were throwing up in Hostel. Wow, that's the only that's the last time I got. I don't. So in Hostel, the only thing I remember, the only thing that like tripped me out was when like the guy's like, "Okay, go ahead and escape," and then he just oh, chops his Achilles heels. That's how it, that, that was most, like. Yeah, yeah, that was like I was like, "That's fucked that's up." That's the man. most disgusting. <laughs> but this is the second. <laughs> The eyeball chop was the second most disgusting part. I yeah, see. The, the Achilles one? Oh. I watched this movie instead. Talk to me. No. This, this, this is zero to 100. Much much nicer movie. But it was predictable. That's why okay. nearly a lot of people like rank it a lot higher. I just wish... like There's this thing that... I mean, this is not a sport. So there's a hand. And when you touch the hand... You, you can, can talk to spirits. Is the one with the college? Yeah. Or like a dorm or something? No. Okay. They're just at a college party. Or it's not a college party. It's just a house party. A house party. Okay. And then, uh, so you go talk and to the, it's the hand is like just... So they're saying the hand is from a dead me- medium and they just like embalmed it. Oh, okay. But okay. we don't know. They don't know the origins yeah, yeah, yeah. of it. But, but I'm, I guess I was asking, like, is it just there? Like, like there? Or is or it, like, it, inside it, of it, a crap? It, 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 it okay. holds you. And so, like, you go talk to me, and then you see the spirit appear for you. And then you say, come in. You let it go inside you. And uh, very realistic. It reminds me of Nope, where, like, the whole, like, if ghosts were real, people would record it. Like, if that was really happening in... People would just record it and post it on their social media. So I was like, oh, shit, that shit's really realistic. But, th- I mean, it's not not so hard. The main character, her mom dies. So I already knew she's going to talk to her mom. Like, like just watching it is like, it happens. I was like, okay. And then the ending, I wish it was shot differently because the ending could have been crazy. I saw it coming a mile away, but I guess people were shocked. Like, holy shit, that ending. I was like, predictable. And then... The third movie, Oppenheimer, best movie of the year. For Damn. Me. Um, you guys haven't watched Tar though. Disappointing you guys. That's what? Tar. Oh, oh that came out come last out year. <laughs> um, so Christopher Nolan movies, I've only seen half of them. Um, I haven't seen a lot of them. So, oh. and usually, like when I watch a Christopher Nolan film, even with the Batman trilogy, I always feel like they're his movies are. They're excellent, but they're bloated. And there are moments where I feel like it kind of drags. Okay. But this one did not drag at all for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because 
It's his longest one. Yeah. Which is funny. It's weird. I think it was because mentally I was okay to watch it and I wasn't tired. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, fucking. And I, the people in front of me, you could tell they were bored and busting out their phone. I'm like, dude, this is fucking. What the? Yeah, I know. I know. It's annoying. That's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. It happens every movie I've gone to. There's someone that. Does I feel it. like this is a topic on its own, like movie etiquette. Like it's gone. Someone like people don't it. even know it anymore. Always, but fucking fantastic film. The way it's structured. I like the structure. I was like, this is fucking great, dude. I I, I had talked to a few people that were interested in seeing it. I'm like, have you like? How, my biggest thing is, have you seen Nolan films? As a in a ways to gauge whether they I'd recommend it to them, they're like, who's who is that? I'm like, oh, they're just going because well because sometimes people are like they're they're not people I know, they're like office coworkers or whoever they're like oh it's a historical film you're just gonna tell me the life of like Abe Lincoln or this character or that so they just think it's a historical biography and I'm like it is but it's through Nolan so Nolan does his version of stuff which isn't. Orthodox. I think he he does like that structure is something that he plays with more so than, and that, I think that would deter someone if they weren't familiar with it or it could be jarring. I don't know. What how do you feel? I know you enjoyed it. I think people will be confused by his films usually. Yeah. Um and that could either be a pro or a con. I think for me it's been a pro. It's been a con for some people. Like, no, it's too like too heady. The structure is fucking amazing. I was like, dude, the way he fucking like Memento is crazy, crazy yeah. how structure. I think it's not his best film, but the way it's structured is really fucking good. And I, when I was watching this, I was like, this is fucking structured really well, dude. I yeah. feel like he's taken a lot of lessons from a lot of his prior films. And what I loved about this one too was. A lot of the prior ones, a lot of the bigger ones, most Interstellar, uh, Inception, Tenant, Dunkirk, big set pieces, big action films. Like, it's bombastic. This is literally talking. It's a lot of talking. (laughs) And I think it was more tense moment to moment than some of those other ones. Those other ones, they have their segments where they're very tense, but then they have downtime, like you said. This one was just like, there was a lot of just tension Regardless of whether a scene was calm or if it was like a heated argument or something, it had like a Twelve Angry Men. Yeah, 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 that's a good film. Yeah, Twelve Angry Men's a good film. Twelve Angry Men, like just like just very tense conversations, heated stuff. Where when he's talking to Casey Affleck's character, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And it's probably if if you end up seeing it for anyone else, like. The amount of times you'll be like, I know that per- that actor. Like, I know, yeah. It happened. I've, I don't think I've seen that happen more often than yeah. in this. In yeah, a coworker was like naming everyone off, and I'm like, I guess. When it I saw Tony Goldwyn, I was like, oh shit, the bad guy from Ghost. <laughs> so that's what I know him from. But he's in Scandal, and yeah. so oh, the bad guy from Ghost. <laughs> but they also, it's it, it's fun for the actor <laughs> side. But when you're trying to remember character names, it is I I found it very hard because they just mention names off the off the bat I'm like I don't remember who the fuck you're talking about and when they like show up I'm like wait am I supposed was that what was that in reference to because <laughs> they'll just like do little subtle things where, like, See, it just so now them. you have a video to make just name off every character and who they are gotta catch them all <laughs> Pokemon yeah it, I want to rewatch it on IMAX yeah that's like bless you thank it's, you dang I want to talk about something but I can't because it's spoilers <laughs> but the 
I'll, I'll watch it this week, and then we can spoil it. Spoiler cast next week. I'm gonna say it loosely. The scene, it's like in the be- kind of near the beginning. I mean, it's in the trailer with Einstein. Yeah. And when they come back to it, yeah. I was, fuck. No, all the actors were great. Robert Downey Jr. is in Oh, it. fuck. He's, he's good in that, dude. I really like Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt Damon was really good. Matt Damon was cool. There's a lot. Like, uh, uh, Did you know that was Josh Barnett? Yeah. Oh, I didn't recognize him. I was like, and I looked at it. I was like, that, he, that was fucking Josh Barnett. Uh, he was doing his best... Brad Pitt, Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Every time he talked, he had like that heavy southern accent. And I was like, Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Shit. I want my scouts. Like, Lieutenant Dan. Dane DeHaan. We met him uh, at a meltdown. Oh, Signing him. yeah, yeah. He's in it. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's a lot of like shit like that. It was a good film. I'm excited just for whatever he does next. I think I know what his next film is, but I'm not going to, because of spoilers. Because, well... Oppenheimer 2? No, no, no. So, in, I didn't watch Tenet. In Tenet, he talks about Oppenheimer, and people are like, oh, shit. Like, it was in front of us the whole time. But there's speculation that... So, he, like, there's mention of the next movie. They in show this movie. a book in, no, uh, in Tenet. They, show, show a, they talk <clears throat> about a politician. Yeah. Oh, so you think they're thinking be- that guy is the next film. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Maybe. Man. What's funny is when well, was, yeah. not, I'm trying to be as least <laughs> spoiler as possible. When they mentioned the dude's state and his the senator, oh, I was like, I know who he is. And then people didn't know who he was. And then they said his name. People, were, oh, well, yeah, fuck, I knew who he was in the beginning, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, history. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yo, I mean, that's a good testament to like. How they fucked over Alpenheimer. Because I knew nothing about this dude. Yeah. And yeah, they fucked him over because of shit Story. that happens in the movie. But it's Watch like, the movie. We'll talk about it. Damn, dude. You, I, ne- I never knew. I knew people who worked on the bomb, yeah. but not him. He was the guy that was head of it. Yeah. And it's like, they fucked him over, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Good film. It's a great film. And Bloodborne. Hades, Bloodborne's hard right now. Hard dick. I saw three fights. This, the Jake Paul shout out to TikTok. It was okay. And then I saw Evo. And then I saw the best fight, Alabama, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you missed uh, SummerSlam. <laughs> oh yeah, I missed SummerSlam. TikTok had you there. Apparently, Logan Paul finished his fight. Went to he was in his gear suit or gear. Yeah. Like gear, still gear, gear, gear five, his gear no, five. His, <laughs> no. Don't compare Logan Paul to Luke. <laughs> uh, I was at Gen Con uh, in Indianapolis. Did you do all four days, five days? No, we we left Thursday. We were. Have you guys ever been on a flight with famous people? No. No. Oh, Steve Young. <clears throat> quarterback. Okay. I'm assuming yeah. you're talking about Critical Role. The entire cast was on our flight. Yeah. She- like in economy. Wow. Oh, <laughs> so we get there and my buddy, uh, myself, Breezy, and here comes the nerd. And then one of Breezy's, his best friend, he's a huge critical. He's, he's the one from the other podcast. No, 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 no. no? Mm-hmm. What other podcast? The, why, the uh, one with JPG? No, no, no. He's not. not no, okay, okay. he does nothing. He has no podcast. 
Uh, he's just his friend. He does a lot of woodwork. He looks like one of the puppet guys. No, 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 not him, not him, not him. Um, he, I guess, yeah, he looks kind of similar. Um, but he, he's, he's not on any kind of content thing. But uh, he's a huge critical role fan. And when he were talking, was like, dude, what are you hoping to see there? He's like, I might see if I can catch a panel for theirs or something. And I look across, and we're like waiting for the gate, the like, oh, uh, group one, group two, whatever. And I see one person, and I've seen TikToks of this guy. He's not the main guy from Critical Role. He's one of the other DMs. Is the main guy? Well, the main guy is the DM. He's uh, the long-haired yeah, guy yeah. with a vest. Voice actor. The guy who yeah who does all the good voices. No, there's another guy that does really good voices, and he's like a redheaded guy, no beard. I haven't. Seen, I don't think I've seen him. Brennan, uh, something. Oh, the uh, the guy that's. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's also a fan. Yeah, yeah, but they I know have, him from something their, else. Yeah, they're on a network else. of shows, and yeah. he does DMing, but he also does other talk yeah, yeah. shows or game shows in the Critical Role network. There, and I'm like, hey, so you it's see him, him first. So yeah. he says, I see him, and then he's like, that is him, and he's like, and then the whole the whole cast was there. Like, I see that there's a tall guy, this actor. There's a guy with a cowboy hat. I'm like, oh, I saw a girl with the cowboy hat. I'm like, she does TikToks for magic, and I'm like. Wait, she's over there with him. And then he's like, there's Matt Mercer. He's d- talking to folks. He's like, I don't want to bug him. He looks like he's already busy with folks. And we were like about to board. So we um, we get in. And then w- w- uh, the three of us get through our tickets. And he's like scrambling to find his ticket. can't find it. So we get separated from uh, from our buddy for a bit. And we're just waiting, but not in the inside the little uh, terminal thing to the plane. And those critical, some of the critical role people walk by us. So like, hey, our buddy wanted to say hi to you. He's like, oh, cool. Tell your buddy we said hi. <laughs> just nice, but also I didn't know. know what to say. And then uh, we just never. He's like, we're like, oh, he must be like deep in the crowd now. So we're just like, we'll just sit down. He knows he has a seat, and he's sitting there. So like, we sit down. We're like, where the fuck? Where did he go? Did he? Hopefully, he gets on the plane. We see him finally. He's standing in between the two DMs. And apparently, he, they, they like were all just talking the whole way. And oh, he's like, shit. dude, he's like, we apparently honeymooned at the same uh, vacation spot. Holy crap. And like all this stuff. He's like, dude, he's like, this vacation's already. The best. <laughs> it's made. I can go home now. <laughs> so we sit down, and one of them was sitting like four rows in front of me. Oh, wow. But you could tell he would just, like, he had his mask on, hat on, and he just kind of wanted yeah, to. Yeah, he's trying to hide. Do his thing. <laughs> but I was like, it'd be funny if you just start playing clips of their stuff and put the volume really loud just to like <laughs> like I know him so we flew out it was cool we, yeah we flew out Thursday it was from Thursday Friday Saturday four days but we only went Friday Saturday and part of Sunday so you left like we left in the Sunday midday Sunday <clears throat> yeah. um, first time going I would say this is the packs of board games like there's a lot of cool game designs, things that you don't typically see commercially available that are available. They're not like – there are a few that are like, hey, this is still on Kickstarter, so what you're playing isn't even going to come out for who knows when. Yeah. Those I <clears throat> stayed away from. Everything else was like all – be like, yeah, dude, you, this is a game you probably never heard of. You can buy it right now. And they were pretty good price. Like there was one cool game that I was blown away by, but at the same time I was like, I don't know if – if I have this, the win, the opportunities to play this when I would like to, it was chess, but instead of taking pieces, it was pieces joined together. So when you join, they become dance partners. He's like, the game is about dancing with different pieces. So if you get enough pieces joined together where they're dancing, it's an orgy. One turn, <laughs> one turn could be 
every every uh, you can switch dance partners, and that doesn't count as a turn. So you could be like me switching dance partners switches dance partners switches so you could cause a chain effect and no piece ever leaves the board so that you just have all these opportunities this guy showed me this combo he's like you could do this to this to this to this to this and now you're dancing with the king game and i was like hmm. what the fuck did you just do that's so cool <laughs> like it was the possibility was really and i thought the concept was simple but like really cool idea i was like this is pretty cool uh, but I was like, I don't see myself finding someone to play like chess with like that regularly. So, um, but there was other cool games. Like there was one game uh, that was hugely want, sought after that John and Jason knew uh, called Sky Team, and that one was like every day they were selling only a hundred copies, and that's all they had for that day. Oh, so every shit. the first hundred that got in, boom, got it. That's and crazy. on the last day, the, like the day before the last day, he, he went and talked to him, and he was like, "Do you have any f- still available?" And they're like, we're saving what we have left for tomorrow, and that's it. So we're like, all right, first thing in the morning, Sunday, we went. And it was, like, congested. I was, like, people just bumping into me. I was like, just get me out of here. But we got them. We got three copies. One, like, three of us purchased it. Um, I'm curious. I haven't played it, but I'm, like, just the word of mouth and the two of them talking about it. I was like, this sounds like a cool idea. You resell it if you want. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> they gave, like, a cool little exclusive thing with it the thing that's been reselling and this is where it got madness was disney's card yeah. game yeah, Arcana, Arcana, or Lor- so what do you what do you think off of it after so did you buy any packs no no because it was just pure madness. <coughs> like whatever this sky team had or any other game paled in comparison to lower cause there was the day one was actual stampede and four people got injured trying to just rush the door and push up to get in line. And then uh, day two and onward was, was struck. Yeah. Apparently that, I don't know what card game that was. <laughs> I know, but everyone's speculating it was low, car- low card. Wow. So then the other days it was structured, but it was like lines were just from 4am or something like, and it's like, so the collectible side of it, I think is, I hope it's not like Pokemon or, or anything like that. Gameplay wise, I haven't looked into it because I was like, I don't know how deep I want to learn about it with not having any available. But I've heard that because the game designers are those from prior that are that come from a magic background. So they were like, it's got solid qualities and it's unique in its own way that it's very. And then I saw a bunch of people playing it and they were like, dude, I just kept like, dude, this is cool. This is cool. Like, I love this combo you pulled off with this. I was like. I think with Disney backing fi- financially, like that has the, but the, thing the is, possibility for a I, good. I think system. it comes with like the territory. If you want to make a successful card game, it will come with collectible. Like no, it will. It's gonna. I be just don't because Pokemon, the gameplay mm-hmm. is not in like there are people that play it, but it's ninety percent collectible. Oh right, right. Magic is collectible. There are alt arts for stuff. There are regular stuff. It's like 60-40. But there is a lot of play. And I feel like if it leans more in that direction, I'm okay with oh, it. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Where I wanted people to be like, there is gameplay. There is fun mechanics. And they had like, here's a Mickey. Here's an alt art Mickey. Here's a here's a foil a genie. Here's a regular genie. I'm like, that's fine. Let the collectible people get that version. I just want the one I can play with or whatever. Um but it's supposed to be the other thing that I heard, and this is just because I started finding more stuff. It just started populating my algorithm. They were saying the reason they're the things they're trying to do to mitigate some of the collectible problems is Magic and Pokemon do not provide a suggested retail price for their products, and that that doesn't control prices once they're out in retail. They're, the the stores will just be like, "This is 
People so, say it's 100, they just become so 100. So a store can pick it up for, like, let's say the, the base minimum of $30 for a case. And then they can be like, instead of selling it for $5 normally, we're going to sell it for $30 now each pack. Yeah. Oh, shit. So Lord of the Rings set, if you didn't huh. pre-order it, was like $100 at Target. When it was when I got it pre-ordered. Damn, Target does this shit? Yeah. No, I that's, thought, that's I thought it thing. was like, I thought Target would keep the regular price. Someone would buy it. Take it to like those like you know only card stores, uh, and they would be the ones selling it for like a hundred bucks. All of them do after like the initial launch products are out. They're like if you pre-ordered it, that's you get the locked whatever yeah. prices. But then after that, it's free game for whatever yeah. the fuck, which is annoying. So I, what I typically do is usually they like for Magic, they put a lot of products out there before any information about the product is released. So they'll just say Lord of the Rings set. They won't say what's in the deck. They won't say what it's what it's got or any card in it. They just say Lord of the Rings deck. I just hit pre-order and I lock the price that it's like $50. Then they start revealing the, the deck, the cards, the, all this stuff. Then the price for the pre-orders for anyone that hasn't locked it in becomes $80. And I'm like, well, I have mine. If I don't like it, I just hit cancel. So, uh, real quick. I found out that the guy that found the, uh, the one ring, the one ring. Mm. So apparently he did it before the, like it became a big thing, but uh, all the places that like check cards, they were they the were graders? asking for like ten thousand dollars if you were putting this card in to grade it or whatever, that's and they had crazy. sent it in right before they announced that, and they got in contact with like a guy from from what PSA was it PSA PSA, and the guy was like, okay, we'll let yours slide through before the ten thousand dollar one, and luckily it was the uh, the <sighs> official one or whatever, but yeah, they would have been well. I mean, I don't know if they still technically have to pay the money or whatever, but he was saying he because the they wanted to scare off all of the potential like oh, fraud fraud guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you gotta fight it. So, but yeah, Lorcana like they had tournaments and stuff. I saw it. It seemed cool. I'm interested, but I'm like, I'm gonna keep an eye on it. I think One Piece has been cool, but it's not as available in the, think, in, the in America. It it's very. Like the the ceiling is only so high with how they built the mechanics. Yeah, the Disney one seems a little bit more like a Hearthstone or a Magic, where there's a lot of qualities <clears> where <throat> they could expand out. The, on. the thing is, like w- whether they want to or not, as long as the cards are nice, it's definitely go go into the collectors thing because yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's Disney. Like Disney right. has. They collect bags that are not yeah. even from Disney, but are you Disney themed. You were talking about Disneyland's going to do some stuff for it too, right? That's going to be a shit show. So um, it the, comes out next weekend. The, I the actual stuff. Should probably ask my mom because she works here, so see if she can get anything. But I want to. I do want to buy some packs and just like keep them sealed, just like hold on to them. The ones that have been available at conventions are reselling for fifteen hundred. They're like con exclusives. And also, I, I think is it still not on sale? Re- normal next week. Is yeah, when see, it comes that's out. why too. And so I signed up for something on uh, on a Monday next no not next, two weeks from now on a Monday a card shop there the the a lot of the stuff is sold out for the launch but they were like come to on our place day. for an event you'll get a random one of them mm. and I was like okay I'll do that so but you, did you have to pay in advance like I had to pay for the entry for the tournament and like it would cover the cost okay, of the okay. deck but it's a randomly picked out one I'm like I'll take it that's fine so you're gonna get a whole deck that you can play with and then keep it. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And then if you if you play in the tournament, you can win more stuff. So anyway, I did Gen Con, walked around. Like the first day, I don't like, and I've, I'm feeling, I, I would say this, 
We've already all feel jaded about conventions. Yeah. I think I am most jaded by, like, pop culture conventions. Paxes and Gen Cons and Designer Cons, where they're very specific, I can walk those. I'm actually excited to walk the exhibit hall. Because I'm like, you are doing something that's either engaging that I can engage. It's like, a little different. Yeah. Designer cons, like, you don't know what. This, exactly. It's so Every, different. Like, if I think of ALA, if I think of Anime Expo, if I think of Comic Con, Wonder Con, all these, I'm like, I don't even need to see 90% of the, the cons. Oh, I've seen this vendor in <laughs> such and such. 18 times. What, this place, they had Artist Sally. They had a small area that was Artist Sally, but it was like fine art Artist Sally. Like Ooh. they were doing portraits and weird, crazy shit. And there were also a lot of like magic artists, and mm. they were doing their tokens and stuff. And I went, I the got. Genie. <laughs> <laughs> I had sets the sides of money. I, I got some tokens, and I was like, these are some cool, like, they're really cool looking. I was like, damn, yeah. you fucking drew, like, it literally was like taking one, of, like, a nice print and be like, okay, now I have a card of it. Has someone ever made an Anya token? Like, No, actually, they haven't. That'd be a good one. They, there was one that was making, I got to show you guys after. They were like, this is the one that got, I was like, dude, you made, these are amazing. He was doing uh, Elden Ring, Dark Souls, uh, Hollow Knight. Um, Oppenheimer on a chair <laughs> Kirby like and their art was beautiful and he was selling them as prints but they were super crazy prices I was like dude I'll take the token like that looks I would use it and it looks pretty um, so anyway I did that and then I played some magic while I was there and I was telling Jang like there's some like one aspect of it is like how people talk and engage like they don't have social etiquette through past like that yeah, kind yeah. of thing hmm. That is like my minimum thing that I look for now. Now it's, there's other things that people do. They're just shady, shady shit. Shady shit. Like what dirty, I participate. Dirty play. You, dirty. It felt like Yu-Gi-Oh! Dirty. Where in the show he's going and meeting all these different like players. And they're all like, I do this stupid shtick. And the, like I went to a table. And what it was was like I paid to enter the thing. And then they seat you with a group. And they give you tickets. You don't even need to win. You, you just get tickets for, for paying and playing. And the tickets are good. Like you're getting your money's worth. But you, you, the main thing, reason you're there is you want to play. So I'm, I'm like, okay, I want to play. Put me in a pot of four. And it mat, they, they just find three other people, group you, sit you somewhere, and be like, all right, go. I got paired with a group. This one guy and I were, like, staying in line next year. I could tell he was with me. And he was all, dude, I'm going to, like, I'm ready to play. I'm like, oh, are you playing Commander? He's like, yeah, are you? I was like, yeah, what did you bring? And he's like, he was asking me. I was like, oh, I made this. I took this existing deck, and I kind of tweaked it. He's like, aw. That's so cute. He he took a pre and he just tweaked it. Oh, you and I should play in the same game because I could a- tell he wanted to like fucking wreck me. Yeah, was he wearing a fedora? No, <laughs> but he was a lot of like very vocal kind of guy. I was like, okay, I like your attitude because I can play off this. Like yeah. I, even if I suck, I'm like I'm gonna rib with you. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, the, I'm okay in this. You're game. You're okay with him of, being a dick to you. That's fine. Bring I can, out a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Then we get paired with two other guys, and the guy I'm with was a black guy. And then one of the two other guys is like, "All right, Jerome." He's like, "Who's Jerome? Which one of you two's Jerome?" He's like, "You, you, you're a white guy. You white guy." And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "The oh, fuck?" Oh, it's funny, cool, chill vibe. We go sit down. The other guy, the the typical thing is you're like, "Hey, what's everyone playing with?" So we can kind of gauge what power level we're playing. I have high end, super competitive. I have cheap. I have low whatever a lot of times people bring multiple options i just came with one i was very honest about what it was i was like but it's it's, different when it's competitive 
No, well, no, like the the gameplay as a whole is just casual. But like, if everyone's playing at a certain level, then it's you're gonna be like, I'm I can't do anything because. But like, there's individuals that like just take everything seriously. The cards they use will change. It's hard to describe because it's not any one card, but like the type of deck. It's like, I know. I can I can play like there's cards called tutors where if you play them, you literally can just look for the card you need. I play with none of those because I feel like that's on the higher end. But like when you were playing uh, the group at what was it? What convention was it? Comic Con. Uh, it wasn't Comic Con because you didn't play there. Yeah, I did in that it other was... room. Not this year, but no. Oh yeah, I guess it was last year then. Yeah, it was it was that one group and they had the, they had the one girl or whatever. But like you you guys were giving everyone chances. Like you weren't immediately like if you had a chance to kill, you weren't killing. Oh yeah yeah at Comic no no that was DreamHack yeah DreamHack there you go. It, it, that was everyone's playing at the same level. Yeah, we we're just having fun. But even then, like when they, ha- you know, a guy had a chance there to kill. There were some people that were rule like, sticklers, yeah. like, no, 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 you played that, you yeah. can't undo that. But and then I'm there's like, a guy fuck. who, like, you know, he sees a chance, like the girl's still building it up, and he's like, you know, fuck that, and just eats her alive, and then you know, moves on to the other two. That's one way. I would say if your deck just like does thirty things by second turn, you're playing with cards that are at another level. Yeah, yeah. And he was sarcastically conveying that guy that's sassy. That his deck was not that, but I was like, it is that. Like it was very evident to me. Yeah. One of the other two guys did not understand that. Yeah. So he picked an easy deck. Oh shit. And we start playing, and he does something, and then this guy counters it, and then he counters it, and then he does like fifty things and like counters him, and he's like, oh, we're okay. You're playing. You you are not playing at the level I thought you were playing at. And, and he got he, all of a sudden the humor went away, and he was just like. I don't appreciate the 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 way in which you could, you lied to me essentially. Like it was just very yeah, yeah. and I was the the energy of that game just got Changed. sucked out. And like that guy the sassy guy shut up. Like he was just like I feel bad. And he kind of let himself lose. And I was laughing my ass I was like, "Look, he's smart ass. What the fuck am I doing?" And he he kept trying to be like, "Dude, Karosh is the threat." I was like, "What are you talking? About? I'm not doing shit. Oh, I thought I just had a little pre-con." And then he's just like <laughs> I was I you was like you fucking the dick. Oh, yeah. to him only to him that's so funny and no one had an issue I was like yeah, yeah it's, it's not fun is it and then I was, but he was good about it and then after the game that was awkward but then after the game they kind of hashed it out he's like dude I'm so sorry can we play another one just so I can make it up to you he's like no it's fine he's like don't worry about it it's cool I just, you know, this and that is like, understood, cool. Everyone was cool, but it was very, like, those little things, I'm like, people try to pull shit. The other game was way, I think, worse. We got, John played with me, and him and I got paired with two people that were also as friends. You could tell. It was teams, or you no, still individual? No, not, it, this is a free-for-all. Okay, okay. But John and I were going into it together, and these two were also going into it, and I was like, okay, we're all going to free-for-all. John could not get land. The entire game, he's just like I don't know if I shuffle bad. I just I'm not getting land, so he just sat there, passed his turn, sat there, passed it, and this guy, one of the two guys, just kept hitting him, attacking him. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what? He's about to. You're about to kill him. Like, why? Like, this. Your friend hat you haven't even touched. He's just sitting there doing his thing, and you hit me, which is fine. I don't. I'm not against that. But like, why are you going after him? I realized the two of them are just ganging up on the two of us. And I was like. Mm. I felt I was like I wish my brother and cousin were here, so we could just be like, let's the three of us go to one of the table and just play with one of you and just, <laughs> wreck people. But that I thought was shittier. I was like, you guys are just kind of un like unspokenly playing yeah. teams, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I killed one of them in one turn, 
I was like, the guy that was hitting both of us, I was like, what the hell are you doing? And poof, just hit him. I was like, I didn't even know I could kill you in one turn. But then <laughs> the other guy beat me. Shindero. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a good experience, but it made me excited for PAX because the board games are cool, but I feel like it just reminded me, like, I like these niche uh, conventions, and PAX is, like, the one I enjoy. But PAX has, like, I mean, not everything, but, like, two things that it concentrates on for me. And it's indie games and like board games too. On it does the, have board games, but floor. I feel like the indie games, like I, I remember, I still remember that wizard one you guys showed me, the the one where it was, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Back, it was like a party game. Mm. There was that ghost one where it was like a like you running through. I was like just seeing stuff. You don't see. It's hard to find that in right. Steam or anywhere. Right. So like being able to like see those games here. exist, but like on Steam they're they're Buried. up against all these other games, yeah. so you don't hear about I, them or see them. I have a new thing about conventions. I don't want to wait in line. Change, like the free part. <laughs> I don't want to wait in line anymore. But I just like the the ambiance. I love the city, like the weather, like all of it. All the total package has been like my favorite. Except Second Street, McStabby's. That <laughs> biscuit bitch though. Sheesh. What's all crazy is like, I I can I can literally walk around in my home and like walk to like a market there or like a park over here and stuff. It still feels weird doing it at home versus like if I go to Seattle, it just feels natural. Like, oh, it's just I can walk here, yeah. I can walk there, I can walk over here, I, I can walk all the way to the pier. Like, it's so weird. I will say the other thing I enjoyed about Gen Con and PAX is a lot of conventions. It's like you go to the convention, even if you're going with, especially if, you're, if, if I'm comparing going with friends, you go to a convention with friends. You're at the convention with friends, and then you, everyone goes home. I feel like it's fun, but the fun for me is, like, the downtime after. And, like, Gen Con, the, the most fun I'd say I had wasn't at the con. It was, like, what, after we saw everything, we went back to the hotel. We went to the – there was, like, a ballroom at the bottom that they just renovated as a bunch of tables for people to just play all the games they bought. And you just chill there in your PJs or, and bring get order pizza. Play milk, milk and cookies. Milk <laughs> But same with the thing with PAX is like it was fun being at the convention, but it was also fun just to like chill after and like hang out and like do stuff. I was like, I, I don't know if I like, like that as opposed to just one, like I one went cool to a thing con. about PAX too is like the pin hunting. Yeah, like Scavenger it's hunt. it's more interactive. And I don't like. See, I also don't know like if you notice this in Gen Con, but like with us, what was it last year and the year before that, or well, like just last the last year. time we went. Um, you know, we we like notice that the the goose game, like the the creators, like, yeah. they let like you know little kids into the yeah, like, yeah. little area for private little moments of playing the game and stuff like that. Like little things that we noticed that like it just like you know they were just being nice people mm-hmm. for nice things and stuff. And I, I don't know, it's just really cool. I don't know if there was as many opportunities for that in this in the because it was largely an exhibit hall, so I don't I didn't see that too often. But, like, but. not, not like, specifically those moments, but, like, moments of people being nice. Yeah, yeah. People were nicer just generally because it, I'm so used to, like, I think L.A. Yeah. Just, like, people They're just all dicks. Move hustle, out of the bustle, way. Like, push you out of the way. Everyone's like, no, 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 you go for it. Like, you show. The thing that no one noticed, and it was frustrating, was because at a convention it gets crowded and you're just, like, shoulder to shoulder usually. People have backpacks full of board games, so usually the backpacks would fucking oh, hit me. I was, yeah. I was like losing my shit. I was like, "Get me! I want to move out of the way. I, I need to get she out." She done here. a video of just like getting hit with like bags every time. And I went as press, so I was getting appointments for some games. And there was one appointment I had that I was like, I won't say what game it was for, <laughs> but you but didn't like it. I didn't appreciate mm. the way in which 
they made an we made an appointment. I showed up early. I gave a notice that I had arrived, and then they they were talking to. They had an appointment prior, but I was literally. It's like I was standing here listening to you two, but you two were just talking, shooting the shit. I was like, we're, "You're ten minutes late to mine," and like, "What's going on?" So I was just like, "I hey, let let them know I gotta go. I can't. Like I got other stuff to do after this, and I had a window, so that's it." And I was like, "The hell? You, what, what do you want from me? <laughs> like you made an appointment. You stick to the appointment." So I was like, "That's not." So they pulled a. I'm not gonna say the guy's name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why, why are we mentioning names? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that, that's the, the big thing. And while I was there, I was in the hotel watching uh, not only a little bit of SummerSlam due to TikTok, but Luffy, One Piece, and I was very, very happy. And it was funny because the episode, he just laughs all the time, and I, Joanna was there, and she said, can I watch with you? I was like, sure, if, as long as you're okay with spoilers. She's like, yeah, I'm, I see this shit on my feet anyway, so... So she watched it. She's like, I have never been more confused. She's like 800 episodes behind it. What's crazy is when I was watching the TikTok and I was telling you about what happened. Is that really a spoiler? Revealing his power? Like, I don't, I feel like it's not a spoiler. I don't think they've approached it like a spoiler because they've been literally promoting this on the streets of Japan and other places. Like, it's not, it's like, it's an event. But so like, I think in that regard, I don't think it's a spoiler. I think if you don't know that he has any gears, that could be a spoiler. But it's literally been out for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I so, don't know. Spoiler. <laughs> it's, Expiration date is. I, no, but I like, think it's more of a spoiler if you don't know like the story beats to it that are related to like what does it signify? Why is it important? Not just the powers, but like what is what does that mean in the lore of One Piece? That would be a spoiler. I, I think. I mean, like people on my TikTok were mentioning like they knew that it was coming, like they were anticipating it and stuff. But like then it comes out, and like then it just becomes a comparison between like two characters that are not in the same right, you know, anime. On and I just because I thought it was like, so on funny. a side note, Gear Five Power is nothing like it's. It's coming completely different. It's fucking different, dude. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds... So I'm impressed by it. I'm very impressed by it because it reminds me of Planetary, Warren Ellis. Oh, yeah. There's a moment where they sent a spaceship and the spaceship comes back. Like, what the fuck? Like, we sent three astronauts there. Why are there four bodies in there? They open up the spaceship and three... What gear? One piece. <laughs> Already turning gear five. Fucking jeez. <laughs> Sorry, here we go. So like, yeah. So they open the spaceship and there's three bodies, but they're all fucked up, like ex- like exploded. And one and, of them's and, and it left. And the bot, the fourth one left. They're like, what the fuck did we? What the fu- where the fuck did you send the spaceship to? We didn't send it to space. Where'd you send it to? The land of fiction. We brought something back from the land of fiction. That's what it reminded me. I was like, damn, that's fucking impressive, dude. I was impressed. Yeah. Not, but I'm not gonna I, watch. I'm thing, not gonna watch One Piece. But I was impressed. <laughs> it's fun just to see, observe some stuff as a cultural. I thing. mean, you know, like you'd have to watch the thousand three hundred episodes to get to that point again. Well, not so. really. No, just I like joking. I told you, I was like, you don't have to. You, now you can just watch from here. You're caught up. <laughs> um, but what I like that One Piece, the show does with moments like this, is I don't see a lot of other animes do this. It. Bring, they bring on other animators to celebrate these special episodes or moments. They're like, we brought this well-famed, amazing illustrator to just do the illustrations. Not even for the whole episode, just for the scenes for the certain characters or certain set pieces. And you're like, 
it shifts and it can be jarring, but the show is already so bombastic and jarring that I feel like it it just it's sort of meta, but it makes sense. So you're telling me they brought on the Dragon Ball Z animator for this one? No, <laughs> they brought in insane. Like people have been working on it for like six plus months on just like less than five minutes of this. Damn. Thing. And they've done done that. I used to think that's what they do with movies. They'll be like, "Hey, we're doing a movie that's not can- canonical, but we'll do it in the styling of like Ghibli mm-hmm. or or something." And it's like or Miyazaki or whatever. And um, they do it with the episodes. They're like this big action, like well regarded one person that does it or a couple people. I'm like, I don't see that with other animes really. Often it's like whoever's doing it that's like the regular artist. So it was cool. I appreciate it. One Piece is better than Dragon Ball. Come at me. <laughs> you guys want to talk about the top? Let's do it. We stir enough trouble. Let's talk about the real troublemakers. <laughs> Can you pre- pre- brief us? So <clears throat> with streamers, I, we, I, I guess our topic we wanted to talk about was um, how they don't understand how influential they really are. So XUC... We have two specific incidents. Yeah, so two incidents. So XUC, well, in general, like it's it's an ongoing thing it for is, XUC. But like two things sparked this. Yeah, but um, right now there's been uh, talks about XUC reacting to videos and like taking money from like those creators of the of the videos because he's doing live reactions on his streams, so he's getting money through his streams, and he's watching it. So he's adding one view to their account while everyone watching him is not adding to their account, and then. Uh, Kaisenot wanted to throw an event in New York to give out like PlayStation 5s and I believe PCs as well. And that turned into a big old mess and a riot. And I mean, he ended up getting arrested. I don't know how what's going to come of that, but he got arrested for now. So I, I don't I, I just think like these streamers need to be more aware how like they're affecting society. They're they're not like just you know people like other streamers that can just do whatever they want and like no one will really you know pay notice or whatever. They're they're like big name people now. They they they're the top two streamers. Like they they have a, a big influential power and they're over here causing all these issues and and feeling like they're not the problem. Like they they've done nothing wrong. I think it's crazy. What do you guys think? Do you have any thoughts, Jay? As a fellow troublemaker on on Twitch, <laughs> I mean, you can talk about one specific react react content creator. Well, I'm I'm thinking, and I'm going to talk about Kaisenat's scenario. Um, I yeah, I think he had good intentions, right? But obviously, it didn't turn out good. Um, I think in his head, he didn't think it would be that wild. Because but, the reason why I say that is because I actually met Kai Sanat, took a picture with him. And at TwitchCon, he, he was, was not like, I mean, there weren't a lot of people around him at TwitchCon, was there? there? There was a group, but it wasn't like really crazy. Okay, okay. And I'm like, I think in his mind, because every place that he has gone to, with the exception of Lil Uzi Vert, but only because he was with Lil Uzi Vert in LA and it was crowded and going crazy. But I think in his mind, he's not that famous to cause something like that but that's the first time something like that had happened but every time he goes out to other places it's he gets a crowd but it's not 
rowdy like that. He goes to Universal Studios. I mean, he had chill, gone, what, right? to Japan just before? But Japan is, no one really knows. I mean, people knew him. People knew him, but like, like he went to Universal Studios. Like, that's a good example of, he's with security, but people aren't like mobbing him and going crazy. So I think he's been in situations where shit like that doesn't happen, but that was just like a... So this is his th- event that, that just happened was he was handing out free PS5s and PCs and stuff. I think it's less in his case in that particular incident. It's less of a him issue. I mean, it's not that he's not responsible. I think if anyone were to do that, it would have been chaos. Like free PCs and PS4 uh, PCs. I think if they were just like, hey, I'm coming to the street and just did the same thing. Chaos would have ensued one way or the other. Um, so I don't think that's a uniquely streamer-focused thing. I think as someone who feels like he has a community and he wants to garner something, there is a bit more emphasis there of, like, you should maybe create, like, structure. Like, I don't get why people just think they can just do something. They're like, I will endorse something. It's like, no, your actions will have ramifications, positive or negative, but you need to at least not – I don't think they need to, like, think of the nth degree of it, but at least be like, what could go wrong? What could harm folks? What could hurt things? What could – to some degree before they do something. And I think that isn't done enough, whether it's a YouTuber, whether it's a streamer, whether it's, like, someone on – I see it – like, you see it all the time with Twitter. One person with a following says something negative to someone else. That whole person's following just hates them now. Like their word isn't just a one. If I, I hate when they do it publicly because I'm like, if you wanted to do not, and then they're like, I didn't know my community would do that. It's like, <laughs> I think it's naive because like, if you wanted it to be private, you could have done it privately. Like it's not hard. Yeah. And I think when they do stuff like that, it's, it's ignorant. And, and I feel like, dumb. I feel like that's how I feel about it, the Kaisen event. Yeah, like there's an he, ignorance. Yeah. He wanted to like make it, I mean like pretty public, but it was like, dude, you're not, Especially if you're giving stuff out like that, like it's not going to be a small group of people that are going to just show up for you. Now with the XQC thing, that one's more of like it was put on a spotlight, right? Like yeah, it was just him on a spotlight in a conversation with. Uh, I mean, it was an inter- they, they did an interview with Ethan Klein, mm-hmm. and um, that didn't go well for XQC. But like, I think the thing is, I think his viewers are still like. They're just like whatever's about it. Like they don't care that he's doing that. They enjoy that he's doing that. And like, because I saw the comments from like uh, Ethan Klein's thing where he he showed like the the after pictures of the chat he did with XUC after the event, and everyone was like, "Oh, W for XUC, W for XUC." It's like, damn, like they still think XUC is in the right. That's why I feel like some of these things are weird when it's being brought out like that. Like I see it mostly with relationship related stuff in public eye. Like, and I'm not saying I have a thought one way or the other about the any individual one, but it's like when you see something get put in public eye, and it's not um, violence, it's not something that's an actual crime. It's just like someone's acting shitty or toxic or something. Like they said something shit, and then it becomes this public like, uh, like, uh, like judge jury executioner kind of thing of like we're having the 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 people's trial of someone. I'm like. They're, I mean, people are shitty or good, and they just, they're like, okay, if I don't like them, I feel like they're like, no, we need repercussions. They almost, it's almost like it is a court case with some of this stuff. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes, like events like this, I see, they want 
like the whole Ethan thing makes it feel like it's legitimate. Like he's like, I have evidence of this, but I'm like, who's charging him? Like, what is he guilty of? He's guilty of being maybe shitty. That's it. Um, do with that information as you will. I think a lot of people support shitty people in life. Like, they're like, oh, this politician or this basketball player or this whatever. They're like, they've known allegations. I, I've got the feeling that when when Ethan Klein was interviewing him, he just wanted to convince him like, you're in the wrong. See, you're you're like the wrong ways that you're doing it. But it, if anything, it just enforced him more to be like, I'm in the right because everyone believes in me. And it doesn't help that his audience is is you know like pushing him to to be like that. Because you just like, I'm sure like when you say something wrong and you're not sure whether it's right or wrong, you kind of like look to like a person or someone else. And he looks at his chat and his chat's like W, you know, WSQC. It's like, oh, fuck, I guess I was right then. And then he's just, you know, gets more confidence in being wrong. That makes me think it's like a coliseum. It's like, are you not entertained? (laughs) Like that kind of, and I'm like, this isn't court then. Like you're trying to like some of the people within it are trying to frame it like it's this trial mm-hmm. of, or something or evidence and i'm like it is to a degree but it's largely gonna, nothing's gonna come of it like yeah. you're gonna get someone in some people's good eye you're gonna cause hate i feel like more often than not i just get the sense that it just stirs trouble like it just gets everyone angry at each other and like it causes sides and then it's just like well now the internet's angry and i'm like no one came to a conclusion or towards justice or anything it's like i don't know do you have any thoughts on this, Jim? About the XQC, XQC stuff? As a fellow reactor. So, like, if you took some of seeing, your stuff. Seeing the argument, like, you know, like, it's shitty that he's stealing from other creators' videos. But at the same time, like, you know, like, they sh- they showed, like, they, they cut out, like, the actual reaction parts. He's like, oh, oh, shit. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, shit. And I think that as a fellow reactor, um, people enjoy it. it li- when you look at it, cut out, it doesn't make any sense. But it's like seeing your friend watch a movie and you know a good part's coming. So you kind of like look to the side, dang, how is he going to react? And the good, good thing or whatever crazy shit happens and you see how he reacts. I think it is... It seems low skill, the reaction videos, but it is entertaining. So I don't know. Well, if well, but I, stealing I guess from I'm other saying, people is just shitty. Yeah, it's less about the reaction. I feel like more if it's like if you had a reaction to something, mm-hmm. and then he took your reaction and like watched that on his. He like what Vargas saying. If you you got only one view, but then all of a sudden he got like eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily for his reaction, but just like showing your clip on his thing there's got to be yeah there's got to be a way where i'm more um, bothered by that part if i have any bother it's not so much that he's reacting to the same thing you're reacting that happens all the time mm-hmm. but if he's taking your videos on his thing and mm-hmm. you're not getting any compensation or you mm-hmm. know whatever i feel like that's a form of like what's crazy though is xqc is the biggest person and he's kind of getting like the finger pointed at him everyone does it yeah, every fucking big streamer does. Pokemon, like everyone does it. I think that's the bigger thing. It's less Summit about one G does it. God, it's more like what what can be done or what should be done. Should anything be done when anyone does it, not just excuse me. I think that's just like the highlight here of like how do they manage this? And I don't think 
I don't think it's a Twitch issue necessarily because Twitch is like, how, what are, what guidelines are they breaking? Yeah, yeah. But maybe it's that it's someone else's content. Like if you want, if you put your someone else's stream up on your stream, is that a violation? Yes. Yeah. So I feel like that would be the argument. But it gets weird because like it's a it's a pre-recorded video. Like it's YouTube usually that is watching. And it's multiple clips. Like it's a clip of one thing. It's a video of one thing. It's a video of another thing. It's a video of another thing. So you can't really like put the monetization of someone's channel on that one because it's multiple people's channels that he's watching. But don't you get like like your when you stream? Maybe not while you stream, but when your VOD shows up on Twitch, doesn't it scan it for like no recognizable? I don't know how Twitch does it, but with YouTube videos, because I used to listen to all kinds of music what happens is when i get hit with the copyright you can't monetize this every artist gets a chunk of it and it shows email. you where yeah, yeah. it shows it says, where in the video this guy just monetize monetize it this artist so like there's one stream with fucking 60 people monetizing my shit now, i don't care but like monetize because i don't think twitch does that though i don't know about i don't know how twitch does twitch like all i know that i don't think they do to that length all i know is when my vod is if i publish it 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 recognizes two songs from an artist it's like hey these two parts of your stream were muted Mm -hmm. because these were the artists and it's kind of like youtube in that sense but outside of that doesn't do anything that's for the vod only not for the live stream live stream is just like hey you got no nothing like it was fine but, but you could if you if you have it up long enough or whatever you could get your your vod also uh like your your live stream taken down or whatever for if that. there's a report or yeah. something yeah <clears throat> so it's weird but yeah there's not i i feel like the way in order to fix that kind of thing i think the way in which the internet is the the way the, all these streaming and video structures and what's legal and not legal would have to significantly change because there's just so many like well if you do this with this with this with this is it his Mm. it's like little nuances they're like i don't who knows so it's just it is weird like i mean this is side topic like tiktok like you could just do copyright music yeah don't give a fuck go to to another platform where they don't give a shit well there's there's a thing with tiktok right now going on too um Uh. activision is suing Anthony Fantano, oh. he's the one who says he's the he's the voice of the meme. That's too many slices. That's enough slices. That wow. he's the meme of that. And Activision used Uh-oh. his sound in one of their commercials. Uh-oh. So now it's commercially monetized. So Anthony was like, "Hey, please take it down. I'm not endorsing you guys. And people know that this is my voice. Like I don't like, you know. So they took it down." But then he was like, can I have money because you guys already ended up using it? And they said no. And now they're suing him for having like, I mean, essentially like. They're suing him? Yeah, because of. Um, the fuck? What is it? Uh, <laughs> no, you. You know, reverse uno. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, try- they're suing him to make um, that sound like public, like not, not really like monetized by anybody or whatever. It's because it's so, it's so it's so it's so over it's so um overly used that everyone's like everyone's heard it like it's just like a like public domain now kind of thing okay <clears throat> that's curious it's interesting so it's crazy yeah like it's crazy hmm. but i think it's only like 
I don't know. I don't know how this is going to turn out for him, but I don't know if that's only a thing for TikTok because like TikTok does that. Like it makes you can you can like when the I audio of some video can become the trend exactly for some yeah because I can I can also like if I record my voice like if I choose to record over the video it'll be like did you want to make your your recording of this video the main video like sound now and it'll blend obviously all the stuff into that sound and it'll be like oh Daniel Vargas's sound. You know now, kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I feel like a lot of the the there's a lot of uh, creators that steal content, and then what they do is they do that like sound thing, so it becomes their exclusive sound. So when you click on the sound to try to find more videos of it, it's their first video is the main one, and then everyone copying their video, and it no longer shows the original video that they had copied in the first place. So yeah. Yeah, it gets crazy. It gets there. It's wild. There it's wild. Cheer to the face. Just, yeah, just when you can't solve your problems, just cheer to the face. <laughs> Which I forgot to say, by the way, before, before my trip, I was gonna, I was waiting to tell you guys earlier. I went the night before. I was gonna stop by a work event for just like thirty minutes for for a work bowling thing. I wasn't bowling, but I just wanted to go hang out. And me and like three others were like. You guys want to want to do some shots, and that turned into like literally a stack of cups this high of like just shots, and then we're like, you guys want to get some Korean barbecue? <laughs> and then they when we were there, they're like, let's get some soju and some beer, and they were just like, let me pour you some, let me pour you some, let me pour me some, and I'm like, what the? F-? And I'm like, I gotta check, I gotta lo- pack my uh-uh. luggage. Liquid IV saved my life. <laughs> but that you Packs had already used. The one you were given, right? I, I bought some. Okay, okay. When I was, I thought I would be drinking on the trip. That <laughs> night of drinking, I was like, I don't want to drink for a while. How does that? What's help? crazy? The liquid, Hi, the hydration. Like I think because alcohol just dehydrates you. And like you know, I know, like, but like I, I feel like I've. So I have packs. They're probably expired. I don't even care. But I've used them, and I felt like I was dehydrated. And I like tried drinking. I'm like, this doesn't. It, I don't feel like dehydrated from this. All I shit. know is the the dr- the the headache and the dizziness yeah. go away. If it helps, What's I mean, good crazy for you. is the li- when you said the liquid IV. Have you ever seen that TikTok where the guy say in Japan they sell these hangover things and it's like a packet and it shows yeah, a picture that's the one I was liver, talking about. Picture of a liver. And it's like yeah. So dude. so most Asian countries have like a hangover pill, and you would take it before you start drinking, and it literally you don't have a hangover. Next week, you guys try some. Happy birthday. <laughs> you can eat less. Pax. You can drink more. <laughs> Pax, okay. Damn, it sucks that Pax doesn't have a concert like last We week. can have a concert. <laughs> <laughs> Belly Boys. Ocarina. They're not going to have any after parties? They probably so. are, but we're not invited. Not I was going to go anyways. Just yeah, bust in. Hot Marm. Just meet some random guy and be like, hey, remember me? I was like, oh, yeah. And then just walk in. With the them. music underwater, dude. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, that, the music at fucking, what was it? Um, Vegas? The, uh. Oh, at the club? Yeah, oh, that, yeah. that was terrible. Fucking trash. It could have been better. <laughs> there was a few trash. parts I was like, I was digging it. But Gamers the- do not know how to fucking do it at their time. Yeah, no, they do. They just, they, they didn't get the right people. They, <laughs> they didn't get the right people. They don't. I will say Bowler's Gate music, down by the river. 
<laughs> I spent an hour and a half just that was on loop because we were doing the character creation. Anyway, I wanted to mention the drink thing because that was not the way I wanted to start that. I had to wake up crack of dawn and I was up till two. I'm like, but Korean barbecue was good. <laughs> Did you go to the spot that we go to? Or? No, no, this was one they wanted to go to. That oh, was okay. the, the one I mentioned, eight. Oh, okay, okay. And we went there, and they took me, and the guy was like, he was speaking Korean with the staff, and I was like, what the hell did you just say? And he's like, <laughs> Let me, I'll teach you. I'll teach you. And then he taught me this. Yeah, the hearts. I never fucking, I was like, jeans. I'm like, what are you, what is this? And he's like, so he, he, him and I got a photo. Was, uh, I'll do that next time. I never do this. New so. jeans. Yeah. You just cross it. It's hard. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. Is it one arm or, or both? Or usually just one? Both. Oh. Yeah. Crazy. Packs. <laughs> three, Very three soon. We- three weeks? I'm ready. I'm already ready. I'm already checked. I literally came back today, first day of work. I was like, I'm ready for, for my next vacation. <laughs> Alright. Anything else, guess? No, I think that's it. Where can people find you? They can find me in New Japan Wrestling. No. Uh Cold Marmalade, all social media. At the last bosses ever. We're packs in two or three weeks. I forgot when. End of this month. You can find me in Montgomery. <laughs> With my chair. <laughs> uh at Kujo Prime everywhere. And you can find us all at the week uh, no wait. You can find us all at the week of DLC everywhere else. And uh, until next time, we'll DLC you later with a chair to the face.